Welcome to this webinar series, Physical Activity Research Podcast and International Society for Physical Activity and Health, ISPA, have started collaboration. We have edited their webinars to audio-only podcast versions, so you can listen them also on the go. Our mission is to advance science and share scientific knowledge, so if your organization has relevant webinars or lectures and would like to get more audience to them, please let us know. But without further ado, let's jump to the webinar. We go further with the marathon, and the next speaker is uh, Esme Bakker from Netherlands, uh, Niemegen Exercise Study. Esme is working as a postdoctoral researcher at the Department of Physiology. Uh, her research focus is uh, on physical activity and cardiovascular epidemiology. Uh, Esme examines the effects of physical activity or inactivity on cardiovascular health. Please, Esme, do you share your slides? Thank you very much for the introduction and to invite me here today to present uh, our research. Um, so in this presentation, I will tell you more about the Nijmegen exercise study, which we perform at the Department of Physiology of the Radboud University Medical Center in the Netherlands. And at the end, I will also show you the uh, healthy brain study, which is not part of the as yet, but uh, this will happen in the future. So the Nijmegen exercise study is a prospective cohort study which examines the impact of physical activity on health, quality of life, and the development and progression of chronic diseases. And we include adults above 18 years, and we recruit the participants during the four days marches, which is a large walking event, and during the Seven Hills Run, which is a, a 16 kilometer running race. Both events are organized in Nijmegen, uh, but people come from all over the Netherlands to participate or to watch those sporting events. And in order to include individuals with different levels of physical activity, we also invite friends and family. The study started in 2011 using questionnaires. And every year we send an annual follow-up questionnaire in which participants update their general characteristics, lifestyle and health status. Furthermore, uh, individuals provided consent to merge their data with Statistic Netherlands and with this, we are able to retrieve data from the death registry and we, were we are able to retrieve hospitalization data. We have a rolling inclusion, uh, which means that we include new participants every year. And at this point, we already included more than 25,000 individuals. And to give you some idea about the study population, uh, the median age is 55 years, 55% is male, and the majority has a high education level. 66% uh, has a normal weight, but the population also includes participants with chronic diseases, such as hypertension, diabetes, cardiovascular diseases, and cancer. In a subsample of 2,000 participants, we perform additional measurements, such as antipromatics, blood markers, blood pressure, arterial stiffness, and pulse wave velocity. We also collect data about strength and gait speed, cognitive functioning, uh, several online questionnaires about lifestyle and health status, and we collect data of physical activity, sedentary behavior, and sleep using an active poll. For the additional measures, we ask participants to visit our research lab and to wear the active poll for eight days. Currently, we measured 600 individuals, and this will increase to 1,000 after next week. Uh, and this means that we are halfway of our additional data collection. The other study that I would like to show is the Healthy Brain Study. 
And the Health to Brain study is a cohort study and aims to discover how the brain works and how to investigate social, biological and environmental factors uh, influence on the brain. And in this study, we included 1000 adults between 30 and 40 years. The baseline measurements uh, started in 2020 and consisted of three assessments during one year. Uh, later, we invite participants to fill in uh, follow-up questionnaires and we will merge data with Statistic Netherlands for survival and hospitalization data. And hopefully uh, later on, we are also able to conduct additional measurements during follow-up. The data collection of the Healthy Brain Study overlaps with the Nijmegen Exercise Study, in which we collect data about cardiovascular health, lifestyle, physical function and fitness. And since the Healthy Brain Study is more focused on the brain, we also collect extensive data about mental health, social relationships, stress, life events, cognitive functioning, and we also uh, use MRI to assess uh, different brain outcomes. And finally, I would like to close off with some reflection on the PROPAS collaboration. Uh, so we started with the data pooling project that Joe and Matthew presented earlier. And I believe that the collaboration with PROPAS is unique, is a unique opportunity to collaborate with different cohort studies examining the effect of physical activity, behavior, and health. And this collaboration will provide uh, data pooling, harmonization, which will improve future research and evidence and the development of future guidelines. Furthermore, by increasing the sample size, we could further examine the effect of different components of the full 24-hour physical activity spectrum and constructs. And we are able to perform analysis in subgroups of the population in which the number is normally too small. In addition, PROPAS includes cohorts all over the world, uh, which is important to see if there are any differences in low, middle and high income countries. And from a personal perspective, I think that the collaboration with PROPAS helps to expand your international network and to start long term collaborations all over the world. Furthermore, for me as a younger researcher, uh, PROPAS gives you the opportunity to assist in the development of methodologies and tools by bringing your own expertise, but also by learning from other experts from different countries and disciplines. Uh, and hopefully in the future, we can all use the data for, uh, of the consortium to perform studies with different research questions. And finally, I would like to mention the uh, PIs of the cohorts that I presented, who are Professor Maria Hopman, Professor Dick Thijssen, and Dr. Thijs Eisvogels. So thank you very much for your attention, and I would be happy to answer any questions if there is enough time. Thank you, Esme. Very nice to hear about the uh, uh, new Megan exercise today. Uh, unfortunately, we're a little bit limited on time, so we just go further. Then we go to the next speaker. I hope you are ready. Uh, unfortunately, Timothy uh, couldn't attend, but we are very happy that Joe could attend. She is represented at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Sorry about, about the interruption. Uh, but please, Anjo, you can start your presentation. And... Okay, and hello everyone, I'm Angel. And thank you for having us here in the consortium meeting. And unfortunately, uh, Professor Timothy Cole is unable to join us today. So I will present you and give you an introduction about our cohort in Hong Kong today. So um, 
Actually, our Propass Hong Kong Koha is based on a heat fracture prevention program, which is ongoing here in Hong Kong and, and funded by the Jockey Club. And we hope to recruit a thousand older people living in the community in, uh, uh, and our study would start very soon in the next few months. Um, the primary aim of our study is to uh, investigate the uh, risk factors for foreign fracture. So we will have detailed assessments on fall risk, uh, including the PPA, which is developed by uh, Professor Stephen Law from Sydney. And also we will look at other uh, assessments on functional mobility, balance performance, and balance confidence. In addition, we will also have measurements on bone density, muscle mass, and muscle strength, so that we could have data on osteoporosis and sarcopenias, which are two very important uh, health issues of the older people. In addition, um, another special aspect of our cohort is that we will have measurements on the dietary intake. And we will ask our subjects to take photos or video recording on their food intakes in the past few days. And, and it's very likely that we will collect the fecal samples so that we have data on their gut microbiota. And another important part of our cohort is to have the atipose measurements. And we will measure physical activity for 24 hours per day for seven days. And so uh, we would like to take this chance to thank the Propass co consortiums for their support. Um, and we recently signed the agreement and our collaboration will start very soon. This is really important and valuable for our cohort because with the physical activity data in daily life, as we all know that the Atipal is able to uh, accurately measure the types of physical activity and the posture transition so that we could investigate the additional value of physical activity in daily life on four prediction. And what's more, as we just said, we have the data on physical activity as well as the dietary intakes and mycobartas so that we could uh, look at how these uh, factors of lifestyle influence a stock opinion or other health outcomes in the near future. So in terms of uh, why we want to join ProPass, um, except for all these um, benefits from the consortium and all the support, and we do all, uh, want to contribute our data, especially in the older population, because we noticed that um, many cohorts include people with very young, uh, younger people. And in addition, we also want to seek some potential uh, collaborations with other cohorts, and we look looking we look forward to work with other other cohorts so that we can work together to um, um, to solve or address more research questions and it, it, with special regard to the aging populations. So this is the uh, all of my presentation. Thank you very much. Thank you, Angel. Thank you all. Uh, it was a very nice uh, to get an overview and more insight in your uh, cohorts, uh, the seven different cohort studies. And thank you all for the presentation. We really appreciate that you could uh, present it and we get this overview of this cohort. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Research Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. 
thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you use. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.